Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned that Joshua and the Israelites are about ready to enter the promised land of Canaan. Joshua had sent in two spies to survey the city and come back with a report. When the men returned to Joshua, they told him everything that had happened, and they said to him, The Lord has surely given the whole land into our hands. All the people are melting in fear because of us. So early the next morning, Joshua and all the Israelites set out from where they were camped and stopped at the edge of the Jordan River. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp of the Israelites and gave orders to all the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the priests who are Levites carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about a thousand yards between you and the ark. Do not go near it. Do you remember what the Ark of the Covenant was? It's been a few episodes back that we learned about the Ark of the Covenant. We learned that it was a special box made of acacia wood and covered in gold and it held the Ten Commandments inside. Whenever the Israelites traveled, the Ark of the Covenant would go with them. Do you also remember that the presence of God himself would rest on top of the Ark of the Covenant? This is why the Israelites had to keep a distance from it, because God's glory is so strong and so powerful that only the priests were the ones who were allowed to carry it when they were traveling. And even then, the priests would carry the ark with poles so that they would be careful not to touch it. The Israelites were only to move when the priests moved forward with the ark of the covenant. God's presence would lead them. So Joshua told the people, get ready, commit yourself to God, because tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. How exciting! The people were ready and anticipating what God was about to do. Joshua said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So the priests picked up the poles of the Ark of the Covenant and took it up and went on ahead of the Israelites. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel, so they may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the Jordan River's waters, go and stand in the river. Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly go before you and drive out before you the enemies living in the land promised to you. See the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. As soon as the priests who carry the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, set foot in the Jordan, 
its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and they will stand up in a heap. What? Did you hear that? The Lord was going to cut the waters of the Jordan River so they could cross over on dry ground. So the people broke camp and began to follow the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant. Now the Jordan River is a large and fast flowing river and during this time of year its waters were at flood stage, meaning the waters of the river were very high, so high that water was overflowing to other parts of the land. I'm sure some of the Israelites might have been scared and worried and wondered, can God really do this? But as soon as the priest who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, suddenly the water from upstream stopped flowing. The Israelites turned to look way down the stream and there they saw the water of the river piled up in a heap while the rest of the water flowing down the river was completely cut off. Soon the water began to dry up at the feet of the priests and the people began to cross over the Jordan River opposite the city of Jericho. And as the people crossed over the Jordan River, the priest stayed in the middle of the river and held the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord and stood on dry ground while all of Israel passed through until the whole nation had completed the crossing on dry ground. Now what does this story remind you of? Did you say the Red Sea? I don't know about you, but this story reminds me of the time that God parted the waters of the Red Sea for the Israelites to cross on dry ground. I wonder if that's what some of the Israelites were thinking about as they crossed the Jordan. I wonder if they had heard their parents and grandparents talk about the time God parted the Red Sea. And now here they were, experiencing their own miraculous crossing on dry ground. When the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Choose twelve men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priest stood, and to carry them over with you, and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua told the twelve men to go and choose twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan River to serve as a sign among you. And in the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were stopped. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. And so the men chose twelve stones, and Joshua set up the twelve stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priest who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood, and they are there to this day. That day the Lord exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they revered him all the days of his life, just as they had revered Moses. Then the Lord said to Joshua, Command the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant to come up out of the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priest, Come up out of the Jordan. And the priests came up out of the river, carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord.
and no sooner had they set their feet on dry ground than all of the sudden the waters of the Jordan fell from their heap and returned back to their place and ran at flood stage as before. Joshua said to the Israelites, In the future, when your descendants ask their fathers, What do these stones mean? Tell them Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until you had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan just what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. He did this so that all the people of the earth might know that the hand of the Lord is powerful and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. Dear Truth Seekers, what are some truths you learned from today's story? Were you amazed at the power of God and His ability to go before the Israelites and cause the waters of the Jordan River to part? Are you in awe of who God is? The Bible says that we are to fear God and reverence Him. That does not mean we are to be afraid of Him or scared and run away from Him, but rather, when the Bible says to fear God, it means to be in awe of Him and to be amazed by Him so amazed by him that sometimes we can't even speak. All we can do is bow down before him and worship him. God loves us and is close to us, but he is also a God to be honored and reverenced. When we reverence something, we treat it as holy, as special, as sacred. The Israelites placed the stones in the middle of the Jordan as a reminder of what God had done for them so they would never forget. Years in the future, when they would see the stones standing in the middle of the Jordan River, they would remember God's faithfulness to help them and be with them and keep his promise to give them the land. Can you think of times that God has helped you and been with you when you needed him? It is always good to go back and remember what God has done for us. Why? Because it gives us hope for the future. If God has helped us in the past, won't He surely help us in the future? When you are feeling discouraged or defeated, remember all of the amazing things God has done and believe that He will come through again. He is a good God and He does not change. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Joshua chapters 3 and 4. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we continue to follow Joshua and the Israelites on their way into the promised land. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, I thank you that you are a mighty and powerful God. You have done wonderful and amazing things. Help me to treat you with reverence and holiness. I bow down and worship you alone. For only you can part the waters of the sea. Only you can fight my enemies and win. Only you can give manna from heaven and cause water to flow from a rock. You are the one true and living God, and we will worship you and you alone. Help us to remember the good things you have done in the past and hold on to hope that you will come through for us in the future. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me this week, Truth Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.